Hi, welcome to Dr. Colbert's podcast, Divine Health Podcast. I am Mary Colbert. And I'm Don Colbert. And this talk today, I pray, will answer a lot of questions that you guys have about sleep. If you know somebody who is struggling with the ability to sleep, stay asleep, maybe they sleep for two hours, maybe they sleep for four, maybe they're one of those who wake up in the middle of the night and then they can't go back to sleep, or maybe you're one of those people, you lay in bed forever and ever and you watch the clock and it's one, two, three, and you can't go to sleep and your mind won't shut off. Well, this podcast is for you. Let me tell you something, Mary. We are seeing an explosion of patients with insomnia. And you know the main causes of insomnia? The main cause, stress, anxiety, and depression, or just fear. And, and what's so crazy is God's word promises us that we will, he will give us perfect peace of our mind to stay on him because we trust in him. What the word says also in Psalms 127, which I absolutely love, and Kenneth Copeland shared this with me back over 20 years ago. He's been a patient of mine for many years. And he said, used to, he used to have severe insomnia, and then he got a revelation of Psalms 127.2. And after that revelation, he says he gets a beautiful night's sleep every night. And here's what it says in Psalms 127.2. And this is New King James Version. It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows. For so he gives his beloved, who you are his beloved, sleep. Now, I actually like the New Living Translation better because it says in the New Living Translation, it is useless for you to work so hard from early morning until late at night. Whoa, that sounds like me most of my life. <laughs> Anxiously working for food to eat. Mine is seeing lots of patients and doing lots of charts. For God gives rest to his loved ones. To, that's you, his beloved. So once you get a revelation of that, meditate on it, memorize it. And we're going to turn your stress level way down so the peace of God can come on you. And he promises you not just peace, but perfect peace. If it's conditional, your mind is stayed on him because you trust in him. Now, we cannot get rid of your stress. I'm not going to sit here and make you promises of things that we cannot do. We cannot get rid of stress. But be of good cheer. We can give you things and helping you to cope with the stress so that your body doesn't become sick. And that's the whole key. So we're going to give you some great tips that's going to help you so that you can cope with stress in a way that you sleep. I had During this pandemic uh, mess that we're in, one couple, they wrote me you know, on my phone. They were texting me, I should say. They didn't write me. They text me. And they said, I just can't sleep. I've got so much anxiety. I can't sleep, Mary. I, I, what does Dr. Colbert want me to do? I, I, well, you know, also, I have so her fear. husband had uh, COVID. Yeah, and he was coughing. Well, they nonstop. both had. Yeah. They both had COVID, but, uh, and she even went in another room, but it still didn't make any difference. She was stuck. She goes, My stress response is stuck. I cannot go to sleep. I, my mind will not shut off. And it was amazing to me as I listened to her and I wrote her. And then after we, they did what you told them to do, and we're going to tell everybody on this podcast what to do. She started doing what we told her to do, and then a week later, she wrote me. She goes, I think we're sleeping too much now. <laughs> she said, he sits up in a chair, and he falls asleep, and I'm constantly falling asleep, and 
I laughed when I read this text because she went from complaining not getting enough sleep to now she's worried they're sleeping too much. And I'm saying all this to say this. God's position for healing is sleep. sleep. You got to have sleep. And you, you got need, to. Especially with COVID. Right. And yes, you may sleep 9, 10, 11, 12 hours. I had one pa- patient that slept 16 to 18 hours a day during COVID, but he healed. Right. And we just checked his pulse oximeter. We had, had someone staying with him and uh, checking his pulse oximeter every couple of hours. It was always over 90, and he was having his breathing treatments and taking all his supplements as well as I had him on some other important things and got him through it. But it's important to know that over a century ago, before Thomas Edison invented the light bulb, the average person slept about 10 hours a night. That's unreal. But today, the average person only sleeps about 6.9 hours a night. And much of that sleep is poor sleep. And as a result, so many people are exhausted, tired. They wake up tired. They, they uh, go to bed tired. In the middle of the afternoon, they're tired. Here's how you know if you're getting enough sleep. And, and everyone's sleep requirements are different. But here's how you know you're getting enough. For some, it may be just seven hours. Others, seven and a half. For me, yeah, it's... Yeah, like s- President Trump, he only sleeps six. <laughs> well, sometimes four. Oh, four, and he's I know. Fine. I know. And for, for me, it's seven and a half hours to eight. And mm-hmm. I'm great. Seven and a half hours, I'm fine. Some people need eight. Rarely, some people with chronic fatigueers, they need nine or Epstein-Barr virus. But if you get too much sleep, it's also associated with certain problems if you do it long term. But it's the quality of sleep. And here's how you know you've had enough sleep. Number one, you wake up refreshed. And number two, you don't get that afternoon drained feeling. And you can work through the whole day. Now, you got to eat and you got to maintain your calorie intake with the right amount of calories. So again, that's important. And a lot of people depend on caffeine. They have to have lots of coffee during the day. Coffee or coffee, caffeine is fine in moderation, but too much can actually affect your sleep and pair it, especially when taken after 3 p.m., especially if you have a fatty liver. I have so many patients with fatty livers and fatty liver causes the liver enzymes to be elevated. Well, those people can't metabolize caffeine that well, so it may take them twice as long to metabolize it. So if they have that coffee, say, at uh, noon or at 3 p.m. or after 3, it may uh, still be in their system uh, in the middle of the night, after midnight or till 3 in the morning because they are slow metabolizers of caffeine. Caffeine can affect different people. It's amazing. I take caffeine and it knocks me out. I go to sleep. Right, okay. So it's crazy how it can affect different people. But people need to understand The problems with not enough sleep, the main problem I see is fatigue. And that's one of the biggest problems why so many people are tired, they're run down, they don't have their energy, their stamina, they're just barely getting through life. And also there's a much higher risk of being in auto accidents. I remember back when I was in residency and I was on call every fourth night, I would go every fourth night, I wouldn't get hardly any sleep. And as a result, I accrued a sleep debt so eventually, I had to literally put my car in park at a I traffic light or I'd fall asleep. And so uh, that's why people are at higher risk of auto accidents if they don't get enough sleep. But also something most people don't realize, it increases your risk of heart disease. You lose focus, concentration, memory. You get brain fog. You lose creativity. You also age more rapidly. There's something about sleep and beauty. And when you don't get your beauty sleep, you start aging rapidly. 
It causes imbalance when you don't get enough sleep. Cause imbalance of powerful neurotransmitters, serotonin, dopamine, norepinephrine. So we start to get anxious, depressed, easily stressed. We get grumpy, irritable. Also, the immune system gets compromised. This is so important. With COVID out there, so many people are sleep deprived, which affects the T cells, the natural killer cells, resulting in more colds, flus, and other infections, and COVID. So by getting enough sleep, you are charging your immune system. And remember to take vitamin D. For most of my patients, are on 5,000 to 10,000 units of vitamin D a day, which supercharges your immune system, and get your 25-OH-D3 level checked. Unfortunately, most doctors don't do it. We aim to get your level 55 or above to protect you from the cytokine storm of COVID. It keeps, many times, it helps prevent the COVID pneumonia. So real important. Also, decreased sleep increases one's risk of cancer due to lower natural killer cell counts and a weaker immune system. So again, cancer is increasing at an alarming rate. So to prevent cancer, get your sleep. There's a greater risk of obesity when you don't get your sleep. It just makes sense. You're more tired. You don't move enough. You don't exercise enough. And you crave carbs all the time because your serotonin level is low. And then it's a higher risk of type 2 diabetes, a higher risk of inflammation, increased risk of headaches and joint aches and stomach pains like acid reflux. But also on the, on the alternate side is too much sleep. Studies have shown that people who get too much sleep over nine hours a night were 70% more likely to suffer from a stroke. One study found, especially in females, Women who slept nine hours or more per night were 70% more likely to suffer a stroke than those who only slept seven hours a night. So Now, this would be an exception if you've been sick. Exactly. If you have been sick and you have been battling, like, for example, COVID, and you're in that process, right. any kind of sickness that you've come out of. We're saying prolonged increased need sick for sleep. Right. Yeah, this is a whole, let me qualify that because I can hear someone thinking, I knew I was sleeping too much. No. If no, you just, need the sleep if you've if you, had COVID yeah, exactly. and you may need it for a, a month or two or three. Don't worry. Get right. your sleep, recharge your immune system. Right. Now, one thing we need to talk about that's an epidemic that I see in my practice is sleep apnea. Mm. And sleep apnea is something so common that is, is commonly associated with people over 45, especially over 50. The older you get, the increased risk of sleep apnea. But sleep apnea, the most common type is obstructive sleep apnea. This occurs because of the obesity epidemic. And what is happening is as people are becoming more and more obese, their soft palate is sagging and obstructing their airway at night when they sleep. And as a result, they stop breathing or they gasp for air or they wake up with a dry mouth. But what happens, many of these patients are waking up 50, 100 or hundreds of times a night and they're staying in that superficial sleep, that stage two or three. And they're not going into that deep restorative stage four or the REM sleep. And as a result, they're exhausted. And so this actually, I think I had a problem with this and I linked it back to dairy because I was a cheese lover and every time I'd eat cheese at night, my throat would get dry and you would say, you would freak out saying, oh, you stopped breathing for a few seconds and that you were snoring real loud. Well, what I did finally, I just stopped all cheese except for feta cheese. And feta cheese is different because there's no casein A1 and it. it's just casein A2 and it doesn't create the mucus or the snoring or the sinus congestion that regular cheese and dairy produces. So when I cut that out, I stopped snoring. I stopped gasping for air, 
totally. And I went into a deep, restful sleep and my energy returned. And people who do snore at night and you know who you are, you know, either the spouse will wake up and tell you it could be one or the other. The important thing that people need to know here is it will start creating memory loss. Absolutely. Well, let's talk about not snoring, but sleep apnea. Snoring is different from sleep apnea. Snoring is where it just you get mild obstruction of the airway and people make that snoring sound that can rattle the windows. But when you stop breathing or when you wake up gasping for air, that's usually sleep apnea. Another clue is you have a dry mouth. The biggest clue is when you wake up in the morning, you're not recharged at all. You're exhausted. Exhausted. And so that's sleep apnea. And that's generally in people who are obese. In women, you have a neck usually 16 inches or greater. In men, it's usually 17 inches or greater. The bigger your neck size, the higher your risk of sleep apnea. Wow. But when you have sleep apnea, you never recharge. Now, the doctors treat it with a CPAP machine. And again, I've used it in patients. It does help. Most people hate them. They'll throw them across the room. They hate them. They, they, <laughs> they, it's like a Darth Vader mask. I hate that thing, they tell me. So I said, well, let's reverse it. All we have to usually do is lose about 20 pounds. And when we lose weight, especially with my new book coming out, Beyond Keto, that literally burns the fat off. We give them healthy oils, olive oil, avocado oil, walnut oil, macadamia nut oil, as well as healthy proteins, lots of salads, lots of green veggies, and literally an, an exercise and intermittent fasting. Their weight melts off, and their snoring usually goes away, and their sleep apnea usually goes away, and their energy recharges. But we are seeing an epidemic of sleep apnea, and one of the biggest things it does cause, you hit on it, memory loss. When you don't have enough oxygen, what happens is your brain cells start to become ischemic, and they start to die, degenerate and die. It also, I just had a patient yesterday who came in. He was 50 years old. He had, uh, he had sleep apnea, diagnosed with sleep apnea, but he also had hypertension. And I explained to him, I said, don't you realize when you have sleep apnea, your arteries in your body naturally constrict to increase blood flow to the brain, to protect the brain. And that's why people get high blood pressure. And he says, well, I've had high blood pressure for 10 years. I said, well, most likely you've had sleep apnea for 10 years. I said, all we have mm-hmm. to do, and I said, look, you got this big tummy, this belly fat. This belly fat is causing all of these cytokines, these inflammatory chemicals that are constricting your blood vessels, but then the fat in the back of your throat is like a heavy curtain coming down, blocking your airway, and you're further constricting your blood vessels, and you're, it's causing high blood pressure. And I asked, do you have brain fog? Well, sure. I'm forgetting like crazy. I said, that's part of the sleep apnea. That's why you need oxygen to the brain. But I can't wear the uh, CPAP mask, he said, because I, I can't sleep with it. So I said, let's just lose the weight. I told him how to do it. And he said, I'm too tired to exercise. I said, well, let's just go on this program. And I use intermittent fasting and we correct it. We burn the belly fat off. It's like that curtain lifts up. We get them off the cheese, especially cheese. Fat is okay. But then the dairy, the dairy is one of the big things I see associated with sleep apnea. And when we cut that out and burn that fat off, boom, all of a sudden that curtain lifts up, their soft palate lifts up. They start breathing normally again. They can sleep good. And we also tell them, don't sleep on the back. And some uh, used to, what I do is I would have the wife slow these, sew these little plastic balls in their nightshirt, make pockets, and it would literally keep them from rolling on their back. When you roll on your side, guess what? It helps you. It helps with snoring, and it also helps tremendously with sleep apnea, just not sleeping on your back. So those are a few little clues. I go in detail in my, in my book. 
the new Bible cure for sleep disorders that goes in detail. But sleep apnea is something I see, and most doctors miss it. I just saw a lady yesterday who weighed about 250 pounds. She was about 5'2". I looked in her throat. First time I saw her, and I looked in her throat, and I said, oh, my gosh, you have sleep apnea. Has no one told you that? She says, yes. How'd you know that? I said, I can tell by looking in your mouth. Your palate sags. And so she said, I can't tolerate the CPAP machine. And I was, I was thinking, no wonder you're so tired. No wonder your blood pressure That's is so high. Exactly no wonder right. you're exhausted with chronic pain and chronic fatigue. And so, again, I just told her what to do. And, but I see this all the time. And unfortunately, most of the doctors miss it. It's one of the leading causes of dementia. And people miss it. That's why in my book next year, on, we're gonna, I'm going to do the brain zone next year. I'm, t- I'm going to talk a whole chapter on sleep apnea and how it causes dementia in patients. But we have the answer for it. And it's as simple as crucifying your flesh, giving your body what it needs, eating the beyond keto diet with living foods and exercising and, and intermittent fasting. It's so easy to reverse. I, I, the sleep, Don, is just such an important part of healing. But it's amazing to me how obesity is at the root of a lot of sleep problems. Oh, yeah. I am just like, you know, I know people get tired of hearing this drip, drip, drip. But you know what? It's, it's Weight is your issue, and you know it. Right. At some point, when are you going to take care of you? I just ask yourself, look in the mirror and let your eyes meet your eyes in the mirror and just say to yourself, when are you going to take care of you? Because nobody can take care of you but you. Absolutely And right. that is the truth. I mean, no doctor can take care of you. No spouse can take care of you. No child can take care of you. Only you can take care of you. And it's, a, it's a kind of like you just have to have that in-the-mirror talk with yourself and just make that commitment, you know, today. Today, I'm going to take care of me. Right. Now, let's talk about a few things that impair your sleep at night. One is caffeine. If you're drinking a lot of tea, a lot of coffee, a lot of fluids at night, I guarantee you're going to get up at night. I had to limit my fluids at night because I was having to wake up because I I get real thirsty at night. Or if I have a bowl of soup, too much salt. And so I'll have to drink more water. Limit your fluids, especially in the evening time. Get those fluids in before 6 p.m., The other thing, so many people are drinking a glass of wine at night. Let me explain what wine does. Yes, a little wine, a little red wine's okay, but I'm real cautious with wine. And what happens if you drink one or two glasses of wine at night, it does help people unwind and fall asleep. But what happens is the alcohol can cause people to have more issues with sleep apnea. It makes your palate sag more. It makes you snore more. Oh, wow. And so it relaxes you too much, and it can trigger sleep apnea. Also, when you drink alcohol, it reduces the time you spend in your most restorative stages of sleep, which are stage three and four and REM sleep. So you're staying in those superficial stages. That's stage two, when you don't, re- you don't restore totally. So it's kind of like a partial charge in a cell phone. So when people are drinking alcohol, yes, they're falling asleep easier, But it's that superficial sleep where they're not recharging, so they wake up the next day and they're tired. That's what alcohol does. You never enter those deep restorative stages of sleep that restore your mind and your body. So be cautious with alcohol. I don't drink alcohol rarely ever, and especially not at night before I go to bed or it impairs the sleep. Okay, we have a website. It's drcolbert.com, Divine Health 
And on our website, we have different products on there that we're going to be talking about in just a minute that help you sleep. We're going to give you real answers that'll help you sleep. So stay with us now. Our products, some of them Dr. Colbert formulated and some of them they're not his. And we will send you to websites and different health food stores to get them. But when you're a partner of Divine Health, you help pay for this podcast. You help pay for us to do what we are doing, and we appreciate our partners in Divine Health. Absolutely. Now, Don, let's let's if we could, because my mind is there, and I usually okay, feel good. like sure, okay, go ahead. Yeah. The people who go to sleep and pow at two o'clock or three o'clock, they're wide awake. Okay, that's usually blood sugar, or anxiety, okay. or stress, and this is really really important. So many people will eat an early dinner around 5 or 6. They go to bed at 10, and all of a sudden, at 2 or 3 in the morning, they're wide awake. That's because the blood sugar plummets. And this is a common thing I see. That blood sugar drops. And then when that blood sugar drops, your body triggers a release of cortisol and adrenaline that raises your blood sugar up, and all of a sudden, boom, you're wide awake. And here it is at three in the morning, you're wide awake. You say, what on earth happened? And so a lot of people get up and say, oh, that's God waking me up to pray. Well, it could be, but it's usually your alarm system going off saying your blood sugar is too low. And so what we have to do is we have to put the right fuel mixture in around bedtime. And that fuel mixture is real simple. We want something that will help provide you the fuel that lasts you for eight hours of sleep. Because if you just eat some carbs early in the evening, around 5 or 6, guess what? Within 6 hours or so, those are going to be gone, and and your blood sugar is going to go too low, and the adrenaline and the cortisol will wake you up. So what I do— A bowl of ice cream at night is the worst thing you can take. Sugar at night, crackers at night, carbs at night, that that may last you 4 hours, and boom. Boom, And 4 to to 5 hours, boom, your adrenaline and cortisol goes up and wakes you up. So here's what you do. Number one, I tell people, take some collagen. We have a wonderful, delicious collagen. No sugar at all in it. It's just collagen protein that helps, again, supply the collagen in your skin. And remember, chocolate and vanilla. uh, Sleep is the best number one beauty aid, but collagen also helps to restore your collagen in your skin. But the collagen also helps my patients sleep. Just a scoop at bedtime, usually, and maybe four ounces of water. Just shake it up. My... And my office manager in Texas loves it. That's Sharon. She says, every night I look forward to it. It's my chocolate. I put four ounces of water in it, put it in my shaker cup, shake it up. And she says, like a delicious dessert. Right. And it's like having a glass of chocolate milk at night, but it's not milk. So. Right. And it'll keep, you, it'll keep you sleeping, usually for about eight hours. If that doesn't help, we then move to our keto shake. The keto shake has lots of healthy fat, 70% healthy fat in the form of avocado oil and MCT oil with some protein with healthy carbs from sweet potatoes and blueberries. And so it creates the perfect fuel mixture that'll keep you satisfied for about eight hours. And some people need that. You say, it makes me get fat. No, it doesn't. This puts you in ketosis where you literally burn fat as you sleep. And it helps my patients sleep really good. But then I've got to tell you, this is critical about sleep hygiene. And there's just a few critical sleep hygiene techniques you need to incorporate. I learned this over 25 years ago, and it has helped me tremendously. And it's in my book, and it's in the new Bible cure for sleep disorders. But the number one most important thing that most people don't do is simply establish a regular bedtime as well as a regular time of waking up in the morning. 
Make this a habit and stick to it even on the weekends and during vacations. And I do this. We do this. We go to bed pretty much every night at 10 and we'll wake up pretty much every morning, usually around 6. Now, sometimes I'll go to bed at 930. 10, uh, 9.30. 9.30. <laughs> sometimes I'll go to bed at 10.30. Like last night I went to bed at 10.30. But guess what? I woke up at 6.30 and my body was done. I was fully charged. But if you can do that one thing and make it a regular time, guess what? It's the most important thing you can do to sleeping good. And then calm your mind down. Now, this is real important. Don't be watching any action-packed movies. News. News, bad news. Yeah. Read the good news. Now, what I love is, and what a patient just came in yesterday, she said, oh, my goodness, I am sleeping so well. I said, what are you doing? She said, I have some of Kenneth Hagin's old CDs, and I listen to them at bedtime. And she says his voice is so soothing and calm, and it is boring. She says he doesn't shout or scream. And she says, I go into the deepest sleep here in the Word. And again, Kenneth Copeland's really good too, but he gets excited and he'll shout, praise the Lord. So (laughs) people wake up saying, what happened? But uh, there's other good... You know, scriptures. Scriptures are great. There are scriptures that are calming. Absolutely. I turn my little phone on right next to my bed sometimes on the scriptures. I love the New Living. My wife likes the King James Version, but just play Proverbs or play Psalms. And that's a wonderful, relaxing way to go to sleep, just listen, meditating on the Word. Now, it, you have to be careful using your phone, though, because right, you the keep phone it away will from ding your, in the middle yes, of the night. Yes, exactly. That's true. That interrupts your sleep. So I'm not so a big, you turn it I don't off like after, the phone. Well, I yeah. keep my phone out of my bedroom. I put it in the bathroom. Yeah. Okay. The other thing is don't exercise too close to bedtime. Try and exercise before dinner or in the afternoon or not not after dinner time. That's the key thing. Avoid caffeine in the afternoon and evening. And we talked about excessive fluids. Don't drink a lot of fluids at night. Real important, get a comfortable mattress. Probably one of the most important things is getting a comfortable mattress. Or if you don't have a comfortable mattress, you go to Walmart or Sam's Wholesale, get a Tempur-Pedic pad, two to four inches, put it on your mattress, get the deeper sheets, and it'll convert most any mattress to a wonderful mattress and get you a comfortable pillow comfortable pillow. Those two things are critical because you spend approximately one third of your life in bed. So the one thing you want, you want a comfortable pillow, a comfortable mattress and good sheets. Yep. And that is something that people should not uh, chance on is right. your mattress. You've, I mean, and then now today with these mattress pads at Walmart that are so cheap. Oh, they're dirt cheap. They can take the worst mattress <laughs> and right. convert it into a very comfortable mattress. But that is something. And then the other thing, Don, that's Oh, very before you important. go there, when yeah. we travel, we'll go to hotels and I'll go to Walmart and I'll buy one of those two inch temperature pads and I'll put it on my, my bed in the, the hotel. hotel room. He will. And I will. Then he'll roll it up and put it back in the suitcase and travel with us. And, <laughs> yeah, and bring people it back. will at the airport, when we check in, they go, now, what is this? And I go, it's our travel mattress. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> and they laugh. But that's okay. I mean, you, you've got to have sleep. Sleep is the most important thing for your health. The single most important thing. You've got to do these things. And the other thing, Don, that people don't do is make the bedroom dark. Yes, and that was my next point. Keep your bedroom dark. Get rid of all those. Uh, cover the dimmer switches. Cover the light components on the TV. Our bedroom is so dark. My wife has to sometimes use a light to get around, flashlight to get around. If she has to get up in the middle of the night. But also keep your bedroom cool and well ventilated. We keep uh, the temp on about 70 at night. 
And also we have a ceiling fan. Now make sure there's no dust on that ceiling fan or else it can trigger allergies. And also make sure that you change your pillow every year or it collects dust and mold. Everyone drools and it'll get mold. When you open that pillow up, if it's three or four or five years old, full of old mold or you get those problems you can now wash them in the washer exactly, so sure. yeah you got to make sure you uh my pillow is one yeah you it's know, a you great one we it. love mike lindell yep. absolutely he's and, a great uh, patriot that's a great sure. pillow and th- now i understand they have all different kinds yeah uh, it's great medium soft whatever it's wonderful so but make i want to talk about the dark a, a minute because this is really really critical and people don't realize how light interferes if you go to sleep at night with watching the TV, make sure that TV has a timer so mm-hmm. it goes yes, off. very good. So that you can go into that deep, deep sleep and the TV's not on all night. If you're one who sleeps at night with the TV running all night, let me just tell you something. You may think you're going into deep sleep, but you're not. You're never going into that deep, restorative sleep. So you're actually interfering with your body's natural ability to go into deep, deep, restorative sleep. Exactly right. Anytime there's light. Right. And if it's especially to your eyes, it is activating your cortisol. Yes. And you're producing cortisol and you're not producing melatonin. That is your sleep vitamin. That is your sleep antioxidant. It helps you go into that deep sleep. So it's important to get the lights turned off, Off. totally off, and even light components in the room. Another thing I think really helps a lot of people go into deep sleep is those little noise makers, Mm -hmm. the sound makers that is white noise, like a fan But before we go into that, Mm -hmm. we got to also real important, put dimmer switches on your lights at night Ah, to prepare your body. And we have dimmer switches on our lights and we put those dimmer switches on, turn off the overhead. Kitchen and the bathroom. Exactly. And so that prepares your body for for sleep. Just the simple dimmer switches and rooms you're in. That's important. That is a very important factor. Folks, after nine o'clock at night, no bright light. In your home, bring exactly. everything dim and down, and it starts putting the melatonin up. Right. Which brings us to? Well, hold on. Blocking out the noise is important, okay. and you can use a fan, or I love, these little, I, I love these little sound generators. You get them at Walmart or Target, and they're real cheap. They're like, like $20, $30. $9. Bucks. $9 now. They're $9 So now. we travel with them, and we turn it yep. on the white noise, and we go into that deep sleep. You don't our, hear people in the other room and in the hall and stuff. Right. It Even totally our grandbabies use yep. it, and they go into that deep, deep sleep. It's wonderful. So if you have sirens going by, if you Can't have hear them. Uh, motorcycles and things like that, we have Grounds a condo mm-hmm. over at the beach, and we have hear these loud Harleys. But the sound generator just blocks it out, and you have that wonderful deep sleep. And the other thing that's extremely important is clean the clutter out of the bedroom. Absolutely. The bedroom becomes a stress haven when people have computers in there, faxes, when they have paper piled up, when they have their phone in there. And so, again, your phone's dinging, the computer's going off, everything's happening. So you got to get that clutter out of there. Clutter stress will cause high cortisol and will affect your sleep. And that includes under your bed. Believe it or not, people will use under their bed to be stored all their junk and things they'll store under their bed. Do you know there is a psychological factor of knowing that Mm -hmm. stuff is there under you that interferes your sleep? Now, people don't believe that, but I'm telling you it works. Clutter stress. Get it out from underneath your bed. Ladies, don't leave your piles of clothes that you've got to fold in your bedroom. Don't use your bedroom as a storage of junk because... 
Now you're interfering with your sleep. That's right. One that's, of the most important things. Exactly. Clean your bedroom out. Exactly. Make it a place that when you walk in, it's your little place of sure. heaven, not hell. Right. And you walk in and you're like, this is my place of peace. Exactly right. Not stress. Now, also a major thing, pets in the bedroom. There are yeah. so many of my patients, mm-hmm. they sleep with their cat, they sleep with their dog. All of a sudden, the dog's, you know, wanting to go outside or the dog's whimpering. Or I the, can hear the, the people cat that, scratching. You have just crossed the line. <laughs> I, know. I mean, they're like, okay, that's where you've crossed the line, Dr. Cooper. <laughs> that's their baby, I, I know. rid of my baby. Well, I'm not saying don't get rid of I know, it, but, but it's best if you can put funny. it in the back bedroom, okay, or something. And again, It interferes with your sleep. And then the biggest thing is turn off that late night news. There's no good news. Turn on the good news of the gospel. Turn the Bible on. And I love this little Bible app I have. And you can actually can you can put it on where it'll read to you at night. That's wonderful. One of my favorite Bible teachers is Andrew Womack. Yeah. He has the most calming, soothing voice. And he will (laughs) help you again. He'll help you meditate on the word. And he'll also give you revelation. But it helps so many people fall asleep just because you got a very calm, soothing voice. Yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, I tell people, I I love Andrew and I love his teaching and revelation. But listening to Andrew is like watching paint dry. It can put you right to sleep. Well, he's good. We love Andrew and praise God. He helps a lot of people again with the gospel, sharing the revelation of the truth of God's word. But now let's talk about some things, some supplements, because. We have found some amazing natural supplements, not sleep meds, supplements that are non-addictive that help you fall asleep. One of my favorites is just our uh, hemp oil. It's nano-sized for better absorption, and people can just take a dropper of the hemp oil at night and put it in their mouth, and usually at bedtime. And what it does, it helps so much with calming stress. Anxiety. Stress, stress, worry, anxiety is the root cause of most insomnia. It just puts the mind at rest, and then you can can just listen to the word, and most people can fall asleep. I got to tell you, folks, we're having trouble keeping that product in stock. People are going through it, and I was at a wedding recently. Actually, we went to Dog the Bounty Hunter, his wedding, and we were sitting at a dining room table talking with people, and all of a sudden, everybody started talking about Dr. Colbert's hemp oil. Oh, man, I can't sleep without. I was like, oh, my Lord, I couldn't believe it. I was like, wow, no, no. I'm like, I've already told such and such. Make sure I, you keep me in stock with that hemp oil. They go, it makes such a difference in my sleep. I, it calms me down, and I just go right into sleep. Well, so. it just helps the body relax. It's, it's all wonderful. natural. You can't get Must addicted. work because people and, love it. And it does help. Now, there's a few other things. Like I talked about the collagen. Just a scoop of collagen at night, just a little water, four ounces, helps so many people sleep. Now, uh, let's get into our sleep nutrients. These are amazing. I've been using these for over 10 years in helping people sleep. This is before I knew about the hemp oil. But this combination helps, I would say, 90 to 95% of my patients fall asleep. Now, this is where you get a pen and a pad, and you want to write this down. Right. Now, the first is melatonin. Most people over 50, and especially over 60, simply don't produce enough melatonin. As we age, our pineal gland does not produce enough. And so just taking melatonin at night helps tremendously. Now, some people don't do good with melatonin. Some people just need a little teeny bit, one milligram. Other people, especially men, need more. I do 10 milligrams. Yes. Now, again, start with one. If one doesn't do it, go to two or three milligrams. If that doesn't do it, most of my people need at least five milligrams. I use one called Natrol Melatonin Chewable. It's five milligrams. At Walmart. 
Cheap. Uh, well, no, you can get it online, whatever. Whatever. And you take, usually start, you can start with uh, one or a half of one. A lot of people just start with half to see if it works. Then they go to a full one. Many of my men need two or three. It is amazing how this helps people sleep. And you just keep it next to your bed. And if you're one of those people, you pop up in the middle of the night, take one while in the yeah, middle of the take night, one or and two it'll in put the you right back to exactly sleep. Exactly right. The other thing is 5-HTP or 5-hydroxytryptophan. Now, this is a cofactor that helps produce serotonin in the brain, which increases our stage four sleep. And so it's really, really important to have enough tryptophan or, excuse me, serotonin. And the 5-HTP, usually 100 to 200 milligrams at bedtime. It's dirt cheap. You can get it online or you can get it at any health food store. But it helps most people sleep. That's the second one. The third one is magnesium threonate. It's a special form of magnesium that, by, that bypasses the blood-brain barrier, and it helps your body to convert that tryptophan or 5-HTP to serotonin. You need that special magnesium. This is the only form of magnesium that passes the blood-brain barrier. I say it again. Magnesium, magnesium threonate, and that's T-H-R-E-O-N-A-T-E, or we call it neuromag, and we have it at our office. If you can't find it, we take three at bedtime. So that's our third our fourth is an amino acid called L-theanine that is in green tea. And it comes in 200 milligrams. And what that does, it increases GABA in the brain, and it helps my patients relax. And we put them on L-theanine, that 200 milligrams, and we put them on three at bedtime. You say, that's a lot of stuff to take. But it's all natural. You can't get addicted to it. And finally, the and fourth it does, one. It does not interfere with any meds you're on. However, if you're on Ambien, forget it. Yeah, don't take these don't if you're take on Ambien. These. Yeah. We don't like, we don't uh, like prescription Ambien. sleep mm -mm. meds because there's too many natural things you can do without any side effects. Ambien causes memory loss. It causes walking in your sleep. Now, let me there's explain. There's all kinds of problems with Ambien. These nutrients work synergistically. And taking that little hemp oil is real good with them. And right. again, some people need just hemp hemp oil. Some people need hemp oil and melatonin. Some people need hemp oil, melatonin, 5-HTP, and some L-theanine. And uh, I love the magnesium 3 and 8 on Neuromag. And the fourth one is for the people, the anxious, the nervous Nellies, the people that are stressed Can't to the max. shut their minds off. And this is a special magnolia bark extract. Magnolia bark is absolutely amazing for helping with stress and anxiety. It's all natural. You can't get addicted to it, but it's called DHHB. You can get it over the counter. That's D as in dog, H, H like the Hilton, B as in boy, and that is magnolia bark. It's, uh, I use this to get people off Valium, Ativan, Clonopin, those benzodiazepines, but it's absolutely amazing and non-addictive. And you take usually one or two at bedtime. We have it at the office if people want to get it. But again, those are the sleep nutrients that help so many people fall asleep and stay asleep. And again, if you're waking up at two or three in the morning, it's usually blood sugar. And we find either the collagen and or the keto shake helps maintain that blood sugar, keeps you satisfied all night long so your blood sugar doesn't drop and keeps your brain fuel so you avoid those cortisol and adrenaline surges that wake you up. Okay, you can get some of these products on our website. Some you have to call our office, or you can go to the health food store. So as you see, Dr. Colbert goes across the board. He's not limited to just his products. He right, recommends sure. others. And, and you can get most of these at health right. food store online. But one other thing i got to tell them about okay. men and women. Right. If you're a woman over 40 or above, 
we find that when you're in that perimenopause, menopause, postmenopausal stage, a key hormone, bioidentical, natural, that helps tremendously is micronized progesterone at bedtime. But again, I encourage my women to get a mammogram. But again, this is actually the natural form protects you against breast cancer. We want to make sure you get a mammogram because you don't want to be on it if you do have breast cancer. Now, but you can't get that in the health food stores. Yes, you, so. Well, okay, you can't yeah. get the pill or the sublingual tab. The cream doesn't help you sleep. We find the capsule and especially the trochee, the trit, or the sublingual tab works amazing for sleep. And you can get that in the health food stores? Can't get it. You can get the cream, but not the not the capsule or the trochee. You have to get that through a prescription. The yes. And, oh, uh, that's the put, only prescription that you're making... But, okay. but a natural doctor can get that for pay. Okay, so these are great information. It's all in his book, The Bible Cure for Sleep Disorders. You can get that book on our website or Amazon. Uh, most, you know, bookstores, you know, Barnes & Noble. I don't know how many bookstores are left. But anyway, so it's full and that the information's in that book. And then you can play this podcast over and over. Make sure you share it with others. Get this good information out to people. Help us spread the good news. And remember Psalms 127.2. It is useless for you to work so hard from early morning till late at night, anxiously working for food to eat, for God gives rest to his loved ones. That's the word of God. Meditate on it and have a wonderful night's sleep. God God bless bless you you. and walk in divine health. Amen.